I I don't know if this is just a me thing or if this is a a broader uh potential Mandela effect or something. If I say the quote, oh the weather outside is weather, do any of you know what movie that's from? Like yeah. off the top? Yeah, it's uh saving Sarah. Oh, no, saving Sarah. It's forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yes, right? it is. Did and you I... all know that? I haven't watched Didn't... the movie yet. It's Didn't Paul Rudd, right? Scrubs too. Is it Paul Rudd? Oh no! The weather outside was far from frightful. That was what I was. Thinking. Yeah, yeah. It is oh, Paul Rudd's character. Right? Yeah. It is Paul Rudd's character. So, that that it. so it was on TV the other night, and like we just had it on. First of all, that movie, it kind of. I quote that shit. All, I th- like, I say it, that all the time. It's a, it's all. That's it, an incredible movie. It it has like some some good good jokes in it. I mean, it, there's also some stuff that has not aged well, but there's some Ta- good stuff table there. for one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all the stuff when he's checking into the restaurant is really good with with fucking oh, yeah, space yeah, yeah. Jonah Hill. Um but I don't know for some reason I was like attributing that quote in my head to Elf. So when Paul Rudd said it, I was like, "Wait, that's from this I, movie?" I I can see that though cuz it can it kind of seems like it could be Yeah, like it just like it just sat, like for some reason it was like I I feel like I say that quote all the time, but my head was putting it with Elf. Do so you know Elf. Jason Segal is on tour doing the vampire musical. I saw uh, a picture. Is he related to Steven Seagal? Oh, yeah. What yeah. his name is? Seagal. Yes. They're both know. actors. Wait, is he? Is <laughs> yeah. he? I didn't know that. He, that's like a real thing that he finished? I don't know if he finished it, but he's definitely doing it all. He's definitely going. I don't know how much of it he's doing, but he's definitely goes with the puppet on venues and fucking does it. I, did he write the movie? Did I read something that like that the movie's plot is like loosely based on like a bad breakup based, of his own? It's, yeah, it's based on a bad breakup of his own. I'm only aware of that because I believe you mentioned it on Conan O'Brien's podcast. Oh, that's that's probably where I heard. Okay, Conan O'Brien's Anyways. podcast is like the Howard Stern podcast these days. He gets some good information. I, I love Conan's podcast. It's it's like very regularly funny, like in in just good guests for the most yep. part um he's got a flow he's figured it out yeah it's 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 pretty good plus like i i think his like his co-hosts or whatever i don't know if he actually calls them his co-hosts but like matt and uh or or Sonia. yeah matt matt right i, I know yeah. it's it's uh sona but i for some reason was like forgetting if it was matt or someone else uh they're good too and i feel like they add the right amount of flavor to the guest conversations i, I think they they like know when to butt in so, so there are some like really good episodes like his more recent episode with Harrison Ford. It's probably from like it, six months ago or something. Have you listened to that one, Mike? It's really I good. It is Harrison good. Ford's hysterical, though. Like if you ever like Ford is incredible. He's, like he's so good. Yeah. Like you like I like the real Harrison Ford that like like outside of film more than I like. like the this, film. Is, this is another reason why and this is just tangentially also related because we're talking about Jason Siegel, but. If you don't watch Shrinking on Apple TV, it's really funny. Oh, it's really good. We watched the first three episodes. Yeah, we started. Harrison yeah. Ford is amazing on that show. Like, I, to the point where it's like, fuck, I need Harrison Ford in more things like this before he's not around. Because I, I don't know. I I feel like I watched every fucking award show the last two weeks that was on. He received an award at one of them for like a Lifetime Achievement Award or something. He, he's old. I don't know how old he actually he is. is old. But he's like 77, he is, I think. 76. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. You can tell now. He's starting. Uh, it's uh, t- that show is very Ted Lasso esque in a very good way though because it's like Bill Lawrence yeah. anyway so it's like yeah it's and I think good. it's also written by uh, um, Steven Seagal. 
<laughs> no, it's written by uh, fuck. Why can't I think of oh, Brett Goldstein? I think he's one of the writers. In the oh, show okay, too. yeah, that makes sense. So, well, wait, Roy, I've brought this. I know I've said this before, but like when David Blaine was in fucking Harrison Ford's <laughs> yes, house, and he does the mat, he does a magic trick for Harrison Ford, and Harrison Ford just sits there after he does it. He's amazing. He's like. It's the best. It is like the best delivery. It's yeah. so good. He, he really has such a good comedic bone. Oh, like yeah. it's, it's wild how like, it, I don't know. Is, is it like his, he's dry. Is that like the, how to describe his like, yes. Yeah, I'd say that. Yeah. 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 He, he hasn't it's, done much comedy though. I don't feel like, like, which is kind of weird. I feel like he should have done more. Yeah. I mean, when they did like the montage of, films when they were giving him that award i was like i haven't seen like any of these fucking movies right. i don't know any of these fucking things like aside from obviously star wars and indiana jones like what what are what's like and i guess blade runner what, what's like not one of those movies that's like his top movie or top the witness know, is like one? the one i think i think the witness is the one he got um yeah, yeah, one. nominated for and uh, he got nominated for academy award for it's about uh like a murder that happens in like um one of those people in pennsylvania um, Pennsylvania. Amis, Amis country. Like he goes like in, undercover in like an Amis country thing. It's supposed to be a really good movie. I've never seen it. Oh, the Fugitive. Yeah. Fugitive. Have you yeah. Seen any of these movies or no? Yeah, I've seen Fugitive. Fugitive is amazing. Uh, Anchorman two. Wait, he's in Anchorman two. Oh, I didn't even know that. Never saw it. I mean, uh, you should at least look up the clip of like the big fight scene in that movie because that's. I mean, I, I haven't watched in a long time. Oh, they have like, another that, fight, like, in the first one? Like, yeah, yeah. I'm sure oh, that's okay. where Harrison Ford shows up, right? Oh, okay. show up yeah, in that? yeah, Yeah, they he's, have so many ridiculous he's more, cameos. He's in more than that. He's the old... Uh, am I thinking of the same movie? Isn't he the old anchor that... Well, well... Isn't I'm he, like, in the he, beginning of the movie, too? He might be. I, I forget. I, uh, I, I feel like they do... Ref- they do like when he shows up in the fight. They refer to him as if they knew who he was. Yeah, like, on a more personal it, level. It may be like cut scenes or like part of like yeah. one of those other movies. That, yeah, I I, That's also why I was trying to remember if it was Anchorman two or a different movie. It was definitely oh, really? Anchorman two because I remember what I remember his what his character does in that fight. I I re rewatched Anchorman one recently one night, and then I did put Anchorman two on. But I fell asleep. It was late. I, was, I fell asleep watching it, so I don't remember how far I even got. But, like, Anchorman is another... I, there are definitely things in it that don't age well. But there, it's another one of those things where it just made me think, they don't make movies like this anymore. They just don't make... They don't make comedies, really, anymore. Yeah, they don't make I'm movies like that. Before. Yeah. Because comedies are... I don't know. You would have to spend money on the actor, right? If you want to, like, make it something that'll hit theaters you know it's like i'm gonna spend money on this we want to make this a a movie for theaters you're gonna spend money on a big name actor otherwise you're just gonna make something cheap and at that point you're gonna put it on a streaming service yeah if that uh, yeah that's my uh, assumption Har- i forgot two harrison ford movies and now i'm embarrassed because they're too fucking amazing air force one which i don't know if you get it's an old 90s actor we, 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 we okay i didn't hear you must have are we on the fugitive and, the oh, and then Claire in Present Danger is a fucking amazing too. He was like yeah. the original Jack Ryan. Like so, I, was yeah. to, I knew there was a, a previous Jack Ryan film that yeah. he was in, but I I don't have those names. Well, I think the original was Alec Baldwin because the Hunt for Red October, I think was, and then they replaced him with Harrison Ford in Claire in Present Danger. 
And then wasn't Ben Affleck one in? A yeah. Then they just fucking changed it every other movie. I forget what that one was called. Uh, it doesn't matter. Are those movies all tied together? Like it's the same it's, character? It's, it's based on books. It's the same character. Oh. Yeah. yeah. This is all news to me. Anyways, welcome. Is everyone. Jack is Jack Ryan Tom Clancy? Yeah, I think so. Someone explain the difference between Jack Ryan and Jack Reacher to me. They're different. Oh, come on, Jack Reacher. Um, I I thought, thought all Tom Clancy stuff had to be Tom Clancy's whatever. Isn't everything that fucking is a Tom Clancy thing always have his name in it? Uh, I think so, pretty much. Video game wise, yeah, pretty sure video games they have to throw his name on there, which is such a strange thing. Now that I think about it, what other what other book series yeah, Tom goes Clancy. straight from yeah. book to video game? Jack or am I skipping a step? Yeah, Jack Ryan was Tom Clancy. I don't know who they're trying to. Is it like a thing where they think they're pulling like a like a book audience into the game? Because every video game that is based, which again, I've never read a Tom Clancy book. I don't actually know if any of the games are even really based on anything he's written. But like, especially something like Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six, Rainbow Six Vegas, like, yeah, or Vegas. These are just <laughs> shooting games. There yeah, is that yeah. based on something? At least like Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell is like a story of some I think sort? it's just using the property for yeah, games. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, welcome everyone to the Past Control Podcast, a show where a couple of best friends talk about the latest in video games and nerd culture. Sometimes we have guests, sometimes we talk about Tom Clancy too much. Either way, we have a new episode for you each and every week. As always, I'm your host, Brennan Groom, and joining me on this lovely Saturday, is today Saturday? This yeah. Saturday evening is the anime senpai himself, Mr. Michael Dazir. How are you doing tonight, Mike? I'm hungry. Oh, you didn't eat? Not really. Oh, boy. You're going to have a, a long hour. Uh, mm. Also joining us, then, of course, is the Fortnite father himself, Todd Gary. Todd, how are you doing? Good. Did you guys get the fucking skins yet? You guys been playing some Fortnite? I haven't played any Fortnite since the last no. time we all played, which yeah. you weren't here for because you were not on last week. Shit, yeah. I did log in and get the Olivia Rodrigo bundle. I got, oh, wait, there was a bundle? What else did it come with? I, I didn't see it. I just bought the fucking new song. Dom literally texted uh, the group. I good. know, and I didn't see anything. I was like, did good I miss something? Good for you, and... Uh, don't, uh, I want him back? What's what's the song from God the new damn album? damn it. Yeah, yeah, okay. So do you think it will credit me and just let me get fucking that song? It'll probably discount it. I mean, okay. I feel like most it'll, of the stuff in the shop does. It'll bundle. It, yeah. was, okay. it, was like, it was like 900 instead of 1,000. I mean, it okay. wasn't saving yeah. a ton, but... Yeah, yeah, I just Let me know when the Noah Khan bundle shows up. I'll fucking show up. Then I'll fucking show up. Drop a quick thousand views. You two's in there. No. Hey, listen, listen. Yeah, think <laughs> what, about that. You two song. I guess. Brendan was like, no one knows who you two is, and you two is in fucking Fortnite, baby. I think it's a beautiful day. I think beautiful day is. Yeah. When did I say no one? I, I never. And there's a bundle. We had a huge conversation about you two a while back. Yeah, I'll I'll say no one fucking cares about you two. Like, I you they put a you two album Fortnite. on my phone. Yeah, I know. They're everywhere. They're, they're old people. Imagine Dragons. Imagine Dragons is Ooh, like no, millennial. No. Oh, now you're getting that. Are. You're going no. for Todd's throat, though. That's I, what it is. Yeah. Imagine Dragons. Listen, I, I think that I think I, I, I don't want to go far deep down this fucking hole, 
But I think that Creed was good for their time. I wasn't a huge Nickelback fan, but I respect it. And people all hate it on me. This has nothing to do with what we were talking about. No, because listen, because it comes comes back to Imagine Dragons gets the same hate because they're everywhere like those bands were. And like everyone now is like, I actually like Creed. I actually like Nickelback. And it's all come full circle. I don't think everyone now is like, I actually like Creed. And I actually like Nickelback. There is that. There's a resurgence. It's a huge resurgence right now. And it's like people like, uh, yeah, but I mean, I get it though because like when it's kind of like taylor swift everyone gets it gets shoved in your face so much people like get this shit away from me i don't want to fucking hear no it. i, I think it's a very different conversation when it comes to imagine dragons imagine dragons is everywhere and nobody fucking wants them everywhere but not only that i think it's also a matter of their songs are good like they're, yeah, that's they're fine pretty- but i think the, i think the other more poignant part of the imagine dragons conversation is that there's not a lot of mainstream rock music anymore and they are labeled as like the rock band and i think yeah. they're also, who are like, they're also they're mormons and half of their music is about mormons <laughs> like i just think about the south yeah, park like, episode it's like time. it's like dumb shit where like i don't know the grammys or whatever it's like yeah best rock album of the year man dragon is like cool it's not rock yeah. music but like yeah it's not a grammys thing it's just in general there's like not yeah. rock music people label that as rock music blah blah, blah. anyways imagine dragons yeah. is whatever i don't give a fuck yeah. what imagine dragons. You can, what, are you, what are you talking about there was a new rolling stones album this year yeah, I, I'm okay. just saying that, like, that. <laughs> the, the people don't fucking talk about rock music the way. Oh, I, I agree. That, I, I, like, I agree with you. Like, that's I think where a lot of that discourse comes from is because yeah. I was the music proving, industry labels them as rock. Your point that there's a new Rolling Stones album and nobody year. cares. Nobody yeah. saw well, it. Yeah. Well, they're fucking a hundred years old. That that's yeah. that's the yeah. rock yeah. music that's coming out right now. Yeah, the fact that Keith Richards is fucking has drank. More than fucking us combined twelve times over, and is fucking still making music is wild to me. So like, like, like I I don't f- listen to like like indie rock or whatever. So like I'm sure there are plenty of like indie rock, punk, em- whatever like is the current subgenre of that. Um, like I don't know how you, what you classify those bands under like subcategories, but those are all probably like I don't know what what's the band turnstile? Is that a rock band? So, I don't know. Yeah. See, exactly. I just threw out a name that I've heard in passing, but I don't even know their music. I yeah. think they might have did the song in that one episode of I Think You Should Leave, the one where you got the recital. I think that song is a turnstile song. That's a real song, whatever. You know what episode the, I'm talking about? Yeah, the There's No Rules. Yes. Yeah. With the, like, the old guy like breaking shit yes. in the classroom. Yeah, that, yeah that's a... That's a. I don't know like if it's a real song. Guy. It's Biff Whiff. <laughs> oh yeah, we did talk about this. That's actually the actor's name. Uh, anyways, uh, also rounding us out tonight, of course, is the Disney Daddy Dominic oh, Forty Dome. He's here. Great, we're here. Uh, before we roll into tonight's episode, a couple of quick housekeeping things. Uh, this episode is sponsored by us and Penny Arcade because if you are listening to the show. And you maybe are interested in going to PAX East this upcoming March, but unsure if you can swing the ticket or maybe you haven't bought a ticket yet. Well, do we have some good news for you potentially? Uh, We were given some four-day badges to PAX East 2024 to give away to our listenership. So if you are listening to the show and you want to be added into the pool of entrance to potentially win. Uh, let me pull up the actual information so I don't give you wrong information on this. Probably should have had that pulled up. Mm. Actually, would have been the smart thing to do. Uh, but we are giving away 
a few four-day badges uh, provided by Penny Arcade. So thank you to them for doing that. Um, but in order to enter to win, you can head over to our Twitter, at PassController. There's pin, the pin tweet is the tweet. You want to retweet that. Uh, follow us on there if you are not following and then like the post if you and that'll give you an entry into the into the chance to win if you want an additional entry you can go to apple podcast or spotify or wherever you listen to the show there's an option to leave us a five-star review if you leave us a five-star review screenshot it and reply to that tweet so i can mark it and that will give you a second bonus entry into the thing um we will be running the giveaway until February 7th, which is a Wednesday, 5 p.m. Eastern time. After that, I will pull the names. I will send them to Penny Arcade, and they will reach out to you. Um, I, I'll, I'll reach out to you to get your like name, email address, and, and whatever other information they need, and I'll give that all to them, and they will reach out to you with um, confirmation and stuff to pick up your badges. I believe they're going to be pick up at will call not mailed i'm not sure if there's going to be a window to have it mailed to you so but great opportunity i mean a four-day badge goes for what it's it's not cheap right mike uh, yeah yeah it definitely isn't maybe, maybe. Well, let, me, let me take a peek one something um, 200 two, 250 so the the four-day badge will give you uh all four days of pax east ex access to all the exhibitors on the show floor all the panels going on um there will be, you know, there's always plenty of things going on around inside the convention center that are not on the show floor and not in the panel rooms. Um, but that'll give you access to all four days. The badges are non-transferable. So if you win, it is tied to your name. You can't give it to someone else. You can't, you know, have someone else pick it up and use it. It has to go to whoever wins the thing. So uh, there is that. If you are interested in going, it's going to be March 21st to March 24th of this year. So hope you are lucky and make sure to... Uh, Leave us a five-star review and screenshot and reply to the tweet to get a bonus entry into the contest. So exciting stuff. Thank you so much to Penny Arcade for, for giving us some badges to give away to all you lovely listeners out there. If you also, I mean, we also have it up on Instagram. So if you want to triple down on your entries, you can also do the same stuff on Instagram. But I think uh, plenty of ways to win. So good luck out there. Before we get into uh, some of the other things, Todd's PTC Movie Club pick for January is The Holdovers. Um, so we will talk about that next week. If you have not watched that film yet, you get another week to watch that before we chat about it. Uh, where Where is you it? Guys, I forget. Peacock? Peacock, yeah. And you guys uh, watch it yet? I have not. No. no. Uh, I will be watching it uh, maybe tomorrow, actually. It features Paul Giamatti of Big Fat Liar fame, of course. Whoa, 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 whoa. Mm -hmm. We listen. I want. I think that uh, Cillian Murphy deserves the Oscar because I thought fucking Oppenheimer was amazing. Um, but I really want Paul Giamatti to win because he always said he would say thank you to Howard Stern because he was pig vomit in the Howard Stern movie, and that's like was his big break because he was always like the second class guy in all the movies and everything. So. If he gets up there and wins and says a thank you to Howard Stern, I, I'm gonna fucking lose my mind. But still, I, I I really hate to break it to you, but I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that Oppenheimer is gonna continue to sweep. Oh, 100 percent. No, movie. he's amazing in that movie. Like, and he deserves he deserves it. That movie's fucking incredible. Um. So yeah, there's that. So watch the holdovers. We'll chat about it next week on the show. Mike, I believe, is the next pick for February. So Mike will have 
his movie pick ready for next week as well. So we'll reveal that. Uh, Wait, didn't he already pick? Didn't he say uh, Born Identity Two? No, that he said Jack. Born... He said Jack. Jack Reacher. Yes. Uh, born Identity, Born Supremacy, <laughs> then Born Ultimatum. Ultimatum. Oh, there it is. Don't forget then, Born Legacy. Legacy. But... I oh. choose to forget Born Legacy. Thank <laughs> you very much. Listen, Jeremy Renner was good in that role. I mean, I, I think they shouldn't scrap that. I don't know. And then oh, there was uh, the the newest one that was just called Jason Bourne. Bourne? Was it just called oh, Jason Bourne? Okay. Was, I think it was called Jason Bourne. I could be wrong. It's called Jason Bourne again. There that you go. Be the we sequel. got the sequel. We got the sequel. We got so, number five yeah. or six. Yeah. Whatever um so yeah uh, watch the holdovers uh go over to our social media and enter the pax east media badge or not media badge sorry pax east four-day badge uh contest and i will talk about like a dragon infinite wealth shortly but also a little housekeeping uh, i put up our most recent cocktail video over on our youtube channel as well as on our website if you want the recipe uh it is a, an infinite wealth inspired cocktail uh some people out there have already made it and sent it our way, which is great. So we love when you make the drinks and post them online and send them our way. So hopefully you check that out. Enjoy that cocktail while you're playing Infinite Wealth this weekend or just because you want to drink. Why not, right? Uh, and as always, I put a non-alcoholic version on the website as well. So if you don't drink but want to make some fun drink for yourself, well, there you go. Uh, anyways, before we roll into that, uh, Mike, have you been playing anything other than the regular stuff? No. Have you been uh, watching anything, reading anything, doing anything? No. Stop this. Didn't you go to the movies like two days ago? Did I? I don't know. I'm just saying saying words at this point. I, no, I think Beekeeper was the last thing I saw in theaters. Oh, oh yeah, so jealous. Didn't, you, didn't, we free, yeah. didn't we get a free uh, movie ticket for something? Did you go see it? Uh, for Let me double check. If like, we got one, then I didn't use it. Did you like Beekeeper? Thumbs up, thumbs down. You missed the last week. We had a we had a whole. Beekeeper. Beekeeper. I just want to know if you liked it. I don't need to talk about it. I just need to know if you liked it. Yeah, I mean, it was fine. It's a. Dude, it's got like fucking amazing reviews. I like stupid action who, movies though. So who was who was giving these? Dude, it's like it's like it's like seventy nine on Rotten Tomatoes. It's I mean, again, like, I can't stress enough. It it is a. Jason Statham film. It's David Ayer Jason... though. David Ayer is kind of hit or miss. He's kind of fucking. All yeah. I mean, besides Suicide Squad, what did he do? Didn't he have like, End a of Watch? Movie? Did Fury, which was great. Okay. End of Watch, which was great. Um, did a couple what other was movies. End of the Watch. Was wrote, that um, uh, Jake what's his name? And yes. And which... yeah. Uh, Ant Man guy. I forget okay. his name. Oh yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he also Training. did. He also wrote Training Day. Is, yeah. Okay. That was like his big break. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Not to go over it again, but. It is a standard Jason Statham movie where he fights people. So yeah, just, I like I like dumb action movies. I don't care. Like if, yeah, like, it, was, it was dumb action, and like you know, the bad guys were bad, and the <laughs> yeah. good guy was Jason Statham. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, to right. answer Brennan's question, no, I didn't go to the movies the other day. Okay, all all, right. all of my shows are are done. I got nothing going on. So walk me through this. You come home on a Friday. It's the weekend. You're mm -hmm. just, you're just, are you just booting up Overwatch? Is that what's happening? If Total Mayhem's in there, I'll play that for a bit. And then I'll just put my TV on, uh, Comedy Central or Cartoon Network when I'm done. And then I go to sleep. 
I would say, well, what did you do today? But I know you did all day today. No. So never mind. All right. I guess yeah. that's, there we go. That's, that's a good. day in the life of Mike. That's the new segment, day in the life of Mike. Uh, we'll check back in next, next time. Hmm. I know that both Todd and Dom have been playing uh, Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown. Is that what it's called? Lost Crown? Lost Crown. Lost. Yeah, sure. I think it's called <laughs> Lost Crown. Uh, how, where, where are you it's either both Lost in that? Crown or Lost Prince. So. Um, where are you both in that? How are you feeling on that? What are you both playing on? Todd's playing on Xbox. You're playing on Switch? I am playing it on Switch. Uh, it's called The Lost Crown. I think that's a good I game am. to play on Switch. I actually looked it up on Metacritic before I picked what console I was going to buy it for, and Switch actually was reviewing higher than the other consoles, which I feel like doesn't generally happen. So, yeah, I like playing Metroidvanias on Switch, so I feel yeah. like that. Wait, you bought on your Switch too? Oh no, I bought it on Xbox. Oh. But I said I, I said it's a, probably a really good game to play on. I was going to say Todd, Todd is like, oh, I'm anti-Switch. I hate the Switch. Oh, I can't play games on this. Oh, how I, mean, I, 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 I treat Switch the same way I treat my PlayStation exclusives only. That's it. All right. Well, how how are you both feeling about Prince of Persia? Where where, where are we at with this game? I mean, Dom's a little further than I am. I didn't get to play much of it, but uh, I I love it. I think like the con- control's good, and that's half the battle with those kind of games. Um, and you need to you need this game to be tight controls with like some of the maneuvering you need to do in this game. Um, so yeah, so far combat seems fun too. Um, I'm only like a boss deep, a boss and a half. So I mean, Dom can probably oh, speak on. I feel on like I see you fucking turn it on every time I turn on Xbox. I I mean, I'm like probably like three hours, four hours into it, so I haven't played a ton. I've barely played Xbox in the past. Like, I barely played anything in the past week. But yeah, yeah. What about you, Dom? Any updates? I know we talked about it briefly last week, but um, I, I mean, I'm farther on. than whatever I was last week. Um, I was I was hoping that I could beat it before tonight so that I could give like a more in-depth review but I mean I I do love it um I mean it's obviously the first game of 2024 that I will have played I've beaten a couple games up to now but um I could see this being a uh a game of the year contender by the end of the year, top five, wow. maybe it's like, you're, saying, you're saying you're saying this is a must play off the bat. Like this is a must, I would play say game. this is a must play. Yeah. It's oh, okay. like, like Todd said, tight controls, um, like, like decent, like decently filled story for like a Metroidvania. Yeah, I wasn't There's expecting like, to, I wasn't going to pay attention to the story and I'm actually kind of enjoying it where I was at today. I was like, Oh, okay. The story is actually getting pretty good. Yeah, you know? There's like, there's a, like a lot of story, like there's a lot of like, like background story, like um, like a lot of like items that pick, you can pick up and like learn background information. There's like scrolls that you can find and like kind of learn more about like what's going on in the area that you're. I don't like want to talk too much about the story, but like the area that you're in in itself is like a story. So it's yeah. funny too. You learn more I... about like the area, like through okay. like scrolls and stuff. So I just started playing, replaying Hollow Knight, and then this game came out. And I'm like, oh fuck! All right, so I got to play this game now. But like, it's like doing the same thing that Hollow Knight does. It's like very good in that regard. Yeah, it's, and, it's uh, okay. there's a lot of like uh, there's like a lot of like mythological elements to it, and I think that's just keeps like keeping me invested too. Okay, interesting. Yeah, like I mean, run down, you'll run down a hallway, and like there'll be like some mythological beast like at the end of the corridor and you're like oh shit like now i'm trapped <laughs> in this room and i don't know it was it's fun so far like good good use of uh 
good use of power-ups. Like, you never feel like you're too overpowered, but, like, you feel like you have everything you need to get through every boss fight. And... I've seen some, like, hate because people are like, oh, cool, 50 bucks for a game that looks like it's, like, 20 years old. I'm like, whoa, what are you, like, oh, man, but if it's it's so good, it's yeah, like, don't... the same don't... people that complain about fucking everything. Look at, like, get out of here. Yeah, they're they're equating, like... I, how good a game is just based off i think it looks great too that's the thing that's like wild to me i think it looks like it's like a really great looking game with tight yeah. control it's like everything you want in this type of game and yeah. yeah i've had no problems with i i i don't really have very many complaints about it yet interesting yeah it's it's I on mean, my radar oh good yeah i think I you definitely like i have joy con problems but i think that's just because i need new joy cons so yeah gotcha uh, well, I would potentially not, maybe not buy those. We'll see. Uh, the, I have the, I have another set in my house somewhere. I just oh, okay. The the looming yeah. the looming rumor of a September Switch too. So uh, so depressing. What that, what that means for for things, who knows? But uh, yeah, I also, it, beat, I also beat Undertale this year. Oh shit! Did you start it this year, or did you just pick it up from I did. somewhere? I beat it after RPG. What uh? What are your thoughts on that? Because that's like. Uh, Amazing. I no, okay. I didn't. I, I mean, oh, dumb. there's too much. I, I don't. At this point, there's just too much hype about it. I just, I didn't see it. Wow, Mike. I need you to play Undertale to. to Listen, to I'm, I'm with Dom, the scales here. But I will say this: the music's incredible. But yeah, like, the music is great. I, I mean, I, I like, I enjoyed my time playing it. I just like, I don't see it as like an all-time game like damn toby fox we're, we're, boston, in, we're in the massachusetts, minority massachusetts native and you're over here gonna fucking he's not from, <laughs> is he from, i thought he's from new hampshire uh i mean that i don't know i i so maybe he's new england native i thought it was massachusetts um but i mean regardless yeah you gotta fucking you gotta get mean, go the, the, the music is the music is fantastic yeah music's fantastic i mean listen i can understand undertale not being everyone's cup of tea but that game is that game does some fucking real good stuff. It has some very good storytelling, and uh, I don't know. It has very funny writing. I think, especially for that type of game, it's just like it's. I don't know. I I enjoyed that game a lot. That's a special game for me. So, Mike, I need you to play Undertale to balance the scales here. We we can't have a we can't have a two one zero Undertale opinion on the podcast. I, I need I need you to come to bat. Stop make, make, it, make it a three one if you want, Mike. So a two one zero balance the scales. So you, the balance of scales. So you're saying you want to put, you want to make it possible for it to be a two-two even split, is what you're telling yes. me. Yeah, balance okay. the scales. Yeah, is that really okay? I mean, isn't balancing the scales making it even? Wouldn't that make it a two? I, two I, I don't, I don't know why you'd want that, but oh, I mean, I would okay. prefer that over a two-one-zero. I mean, I would prefer a three-one over over two-one-zero to be honest. But no one needs to count the zero. The zero, no one ever counts the zero. Why would you ever put the zero there? Well, because it's four of us, so it's like a two-one-zero, you know. The uh, dumbest anyways, thing I've ever heard. I need you to play Undertale Mike to balance the scales out. This is wild. These are these are I mean Dom Dom gave C a stars game of the year last year, so I I gotta I gotta take my punches where I can take them. I'll I'll eat this one. I'll I'll let him have it because he put C of stars where where it belonged. Todd though is striking out all over the place. Doesn't yeah, like C like stars, CSR. doesn't like the messenger, <laughs> doesn't like fucking I actually uh, I like Messenger way better than C of stars. Well Messenger is like three bucks on the eShop. I bought I bought it on uh, Xbox for like I have the messenger on too many. No, I just have it on Switch and Xbox. Um the the messenger which is crazy to me that I never even considered to buy it back when it came out. But a physical copy, a physical copy of the messenger 
is like $300 on eBay because it was a limited print. Really yeah. It's, it's one of those things where it's like, how have I never, like, why did I not consider buying this at the beginning? Cause it was like, this was, this game is a fucking masterpiece to me. Anyways, I'll, I'll regret not buying that fucking physical edition forever because I'm probably not dropping 300 bucks on a fucking physical copy of that game ever. So anyways, uh, yeah, I, Prince of Persia. I mean, anyone I've talked to who's played it has said glowing things about it. So I'm, I'm excited to do it. Um, my January sort of hinged on a few different things. Um, one of those being what I'm going to talk about now, which is like a dragon, infinite wealth. I was excited to play like a dragon, infinite wealth. I was looking forward to this game, which just came out yesterday on the 26th. Um, so if I didn't get a review copy of the game two weeks ago, I would have played probably maybe Prince of Persia or some stuff from 2023 that I wanted to try to bang out before this year started swinging up. But I was lucky enough to get a code for that. And I was uh, just like some inside behind the scenes, inside baseball bullshit right now. Uh, before I talk about the game, I was on pace to have the game finished review, ready to go, all this stuff. And then my house flooded and some other familial emergencies popped up with Jen's health and stuff. So I've been struggling to get through the end of the game with all this other shit I have going on in my life. So bear with me um, on that. But with that being said, um, I am. I'm in like the last hour, two hours of the game. I am at the very end of the game as of uh, before hopping on tonight. So I do have like an overall opinion on the game. Um, you know, if my opinion changes drastically, I'll address that on a future episode of the show. But I think I can I can speak pretty confidently about most of my feelings on the game. Uh, spoiler free, of course. Um, and then potentially, you know, maybe I'll, I'll write something up well with some final thoughts uh, as I finish the game probably after the show tonight. Anyways. Uh, it's, it's really good. Like, really, really good. It, from, a, from a gameplay aspect, it is probably better than Yakuza 7 Like a Dragon in just about every way. It's much more polished. They've changed some things about the combat that I think are all for the better. Um, it just feels much better to 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 move around in that world, both in and out of combat. And so, like, in like Yakuza 7, I'll, I'll just call Like a Dragon the last game, Yakuza 7, for the rest of this portion of the show, so I don't have to keep saying a string of words to tell you which game I'm talking about. So Yakuza 7, uh, you know, is the first time you're playing as Ichiban Kasuga, the new protagonist in the in the Yakuza Like a Dragon uh, series. And in this game, you're continuing that story, but you're leaving Japan uh, for portions of the game to go to Hawaii for uh, story stuff I won't get into. I, I'll kind of just keep the story stuff to, to a minimum. And I think the story... The, I didn't want to give my final thoughts on the game on the show tonight simply because I think where I stand right now is probably, I would say, between an 8 out of 10 and a 9 out of 10. And I really think how the game resolves itself is going to probably ultimately put me where I am going to say 8 or 9. I think that's kind of where my final opinion or the things that I'm still considering will put themselves out. Um, because on the character part of the reason why I really like this game is that 
the characters for the most part are all fantastic. Um, like I love Ichiban. Ichiban was great in the last game and a lot of the returning characters from the last game were, were great in that game and they're great in this game. There's a lot of very, uh, you know, just Ichiban is such an interesting protagonist because he is very earnest and very heartfelt. And it's as someone who has not played all of the Yakuza games, so I can't like fully put it up against Kiryu and the other games in this type of world where it's like dealing with a lot of heavy topics of, you know, obviously Yakuza and other, other, you know, different mafias uh, and gangs and stuff, as well as different like political issues and different, like, like the last game dealt a lot with like the, like homelessness like in general, like it dealt with that topic a lot. This game still does deal with that as well as a slew of other things. There, there's so many things that the game deals with in Infinite Wealth. And the characters are always like carrying that story. And there's so much nuance to them. And I mean, plenty of silliness, plenty of serious moments, but it all balances out and it just, it all works really well together in that world. Um, so like uh, there's a lot of, different story beats that I won't go too deep into here that I think just hit really well, but there's a lot of main story, like over, over the top story, like the, the overarching story of the game is split into like, I don't know, multiple different major plot points going on at once. And I'm very curious to see how the final moments of the game here, cause I know I have about an hour, two hours left. Um, I'm very curious to see how the game kind of resolves some of these things and which one of these seem to matter more because there are a lot of plot points. And I feel like the first half of the game is a little more, I, I don't want to say streamlined because there's still a lot of plot stuff, different plot beats happening, but I just think there's a lot more focus on certain stuff. And then it kind of gets blown wide open and some more plot points reveal themselves. And I, I think the Yakuza games are are very uh known for having a lot of twists and turns and like characters maybe turning on you or revealing who they really are or whatever their motives are and all these things and you know th that stuff I think you can kind of expect and a lot of that stuff is is in infinite wealth and some of it's really good like there's one character who I won't say much about but uh Yamai who is for all intents and purposes like is a villain and I'll leave it at that. But that character is one of the new characters in this game. And I think I've probably seen all of that character story in this game. I don't know if there will be more in this last two hours, but I really like that character's arc in the game. And it's just, it's very enjoyable. It, it, it does a lot of interesting things. Um, all of the new characters are pretty good. Uh, Tomizawa, who's one of the first new party members you get has some interesting story beats. I didn't really like that character at the beginning of the game, but I grew to like him a little bit more. He's still not one of my favorites, but I I, I did like, he had an interesting story arc. Uh, Chitose, who is another one of the new party members in this game, is uh, also has some interesting story beats. It, it'll be interesting to see how Chitose's story and Tomizawa's story wrap up towards the end of this, this game. Um, but it really is like, you know, you have these major big, story beats that are happening on a grander scale on a worldwide scale, or at least a multi nation scale. Cause you have the stuff happening in Japan, the stuff happening in Hawaii. So, you know, it's all of these larger things at play. Um, 
And then within that, you have this story of Ichiban and Kiryu, who I'll... I don't remember if the trailers say why Ichiban is going to Hawaii, so I, I guess I just won't say why, but Ichiban is going to Hawaii for a specific reason. So, so he has this personal quest to be in Hawaii. Kiryu's story, I will... I guess I can just say the main sort of plot beat around Kiryu's story because the trailers have talked about it. Um, so Kiryu, who is the old protagonist of the Yakuza series and is still a protagonist in this game, uh, wasn't a protagonist in Yakuza 7. But he has cancer. So that's like part of his story in this game is that. And I think a lot of the stuff, especially there's a specific chapter, chapter 8, that is much more Kiryu focused and deals with a lot of conversations around like mortality and and what that means and stuff like that and like as somebody who has not played all of the Yakuza games all the stuff with Kiryu is still very impactful still very emotional and still like very very heartfelt and I think well done People who have played all the games, maybe they'll feel different ways about certain things the character does. I'm not sure. But if you have played all the games, I feel like this game like definitely has a lot of stuff for people who are fans of full series and like have a deeper attachment to Kiryu than I would. But still it's still like again, it's so well written and well acted and and I think just poignant for the points it's trying to make that, you know, as someone like me who's only played uh, you know, Yakuza 7, Ishin, which is a separate thing, and the uh, Gaiden, the man who erased his name, which is a Kiryu focused game, but it's the the basically the prequel to this, is uh it, it's really good. Uh Ichiban stuff is really good too. It's I, I think Ichiban stuff is probably overall maybe not as good as the first Ichiban game, but it's still good in a lot of ways. There's a lot of really great sub stories. Um there's a lot of really great mini games and side stuff to do. Um, and I think that's one of the big things about Yakuza games and Like a Dragon games is that for an open world game that's set in, you know, a confined space, like in like a, in Yakuza 7, you're in specific part of uh, Japan, which I, I don't think any of the locations in Yakuza games are real locations. I think they're just all based on real locations. So like, it's in like Komarocho and Ajincho and, and Sotenbori. And I think those are all like based off of real Japanese locations. But like, I, th I think Sotenbori is based off of Dotenbori. So it's like a lot, it has a lot of similar features and stuff, but it's, they probably do that to avoid like any potential maybe legal problems for like, you know, whatever likenesses or something like that. But, um, these games are always jammed full of so much stuff to do, like going to the arcade and playing old Sega games, going to karaoke bar and like playing karaoke mini games, go karts, like batting cages, mini golf. Like there's always so much shit going on there. And I think that's one of the highlights of every Yakuza game. And this is no different. Like there's just always so much stuff in there to do to like take a break from what you're doing in the game. And for the most part, if you choose to do any of those things, which for which they really are mostly optional, um, it still enriches your team, your party, your character. Like it'll up your stats, give you more money, like whatever it may be. There's always 
rewards of some sort tied to doing all this stuff. So even if you don't want to do it, which you don't have to, there's still like a gain from doing these things and existing in that world. And I think that's always like, you know, it's just more beneficial to like check out and play around with these things. The bigger thing in this game, as far as like the side stuff that they added, um, that I do plan on playing more of after I finish the game is Dun Don't Go Island, which is essentially like a, you know, it, it's a sim Animal Crossing type like thing with that exists within the game, which it's pretty robust. It honestly doesn't need to be there. Like it, it could have been probably like a, you know, a, a separate game, not maybe not a $60, $70 game, but it could have probably been its own spinoff thing or like a DLC pack or something. Cause it is, there's a lot there. Like it's, it's, it's not like a full its own game type of thing, but there's a lot going on. And uh, I've spent, I, I probably would have already finished the game yesterday if I didn't spend probably like another four or six hours fucking around in, into Donko Island. Uh, I know Jesse Vitelli, friend of the show also was a big fan of, uh, playing around in the Dodonko Island stuff. And it, it's not perfect. It's it's not like an Animal Crossing replacement. I, I don't think it's like a super polished, like perfect island sim type thing. But it has a lot of fun stuff. And again, like you spend time there and do stuff and it, it does help you in the main game. So it doesn't feel like you're just wasting time or, you know, playing a, a pointless mini game of some sort. So, yeah, I mean, I I think... I would probably land around an eight or a nine, and I will probably have that full opinion uh, after I finish the game. But it's definitely something that, if you're a fan of the Yakuza series, I think you are going to really like this game. If you like Yakuza 7, I think you will probably like all of the gameplay uh, changes and all of the things that they've added and ironed out in the combat. And, you know, the story is going to be up to your how you feel about it. Um, I think if you're a longtime fan of the series, I think there's a lot of good Kiryu stuff there that you'll probably enjoy. Um, yeah. I don't, do any of you plan on playing this? Uh, probably not, because none of you played... Uh, like I played, like, a good chunk of Like a Dragon, but I'm pretty sure I got something... Something happened where I jumped off of it. But, yeah, I have it yeah. downloaded on my Xbox. I plan on playing it. What, um, like, I, I think I told Brendan, um, this is, like, my year to fucking play games that I've been either put a yeah. good chunk of time into or you know and that's that's on the list i definitely i definitely think that like there's something for the yakuza series for everyone I, I do think mike would enjoy it i think dom would enjoy the the story at least um but i think mike would enjoy it overall because it's fucking just it, it's it's so ridiculous that they're so good at like putting so much serious heartfelt real things in it and then so much over the top silly nonsense stuff but it doesn't feel like it's not like it doesn't feel like it's all just like bumping against each other and not working like it feels like it belongs to to that universe and it, it exists there and like and don't get me wrong some of the sub stories can be a little ridiculous and you know maybe whatever and some of the you know other things can maybe not land the way they they are intended to land but overall i think it it really is just somehow works all well together and the whole conceit that so this is just me speaking to people who maybe don't know that yeah all of the other yakuza games are brawler games like action focused games like a dragon which is yakuza 7 and yet like a dragon infinite which is this game are both turn-based rpgs so 
with that turn-based RPG added into it, they, in both games, um, they choose to play around with that in fun ways that I really enjoy. Um, so, like, Ichiban thinks, like, the way that he approaches, like, battle and stuff is that he he thinks he, like, he's, like, in the first game, like, I love Dragon Quest. Like, I, you know, want to be the hero of my own story, all this stuff. And in these games, he's, like, when he goes into a fight, like, when you go into a fight in the other Yakuza games, it's, like, you're just fighting the people you're fighting, like, brawling in the street with, like, other gangsters. But this is, like, you run up to a group of gangsters, and when you go into combat, for Ichiban's eyes, so you as the player, they transform into, like, silly enemies because that's how he sees them. And it's just, like, it's stupid, but it's ridiculous. And there's a moment in this game where because you do play as Kiryu for portions because he's a party member and other stuff happens. Um, there's a point where it splits and Kiryu and Ichiban are not together and the party is separated. And when you play as Kiryu in those sections for the first time and you get into a combat scenario, Kiryu's like, and I, I'm sorry, skip ahead if you don't want to hear any of this, but I don't really think it's a spoiler personally, but if you want to save yourself, skip 30 seconds. Uh, he's like, He's like, oh, you know, I, I don't remember exactly what he says, but he's like, oh, I, I, I see what Ichiban has been talking about now. I understand. And one of the other party members goes, wait, so now you can see what Kasuga sees? Like, what the fuck? It's like, it's just like silly, stupid shit, but it just, I don't know. It just makes sense. It's, it's you so wanna, stupid. Does he want to just go in there and just start brawling? Or is it like, kind of like, you know? Like... Uh, well, yeah, that's the thing is like, Kiryu's used to brawling. Yeah, and, yeah and that's like, what I'm saying. Like playing as him and he's like, wait a second, what the fuck? And it's just, <laughs> it's just like a stupid, funny thing. I will say though, and that's a good thing you brought that up because this, I'll add to why I like this game so much. Kiryu, as a party member, is still turn-based, but he has a lot of interesting mechanics that are exclusive to him because of his history in the series. So like he has different stances you can change to that changes moves in the combat. And then later in the game, I won't again, I, another mechanic spoiler that is later in the game. So if you don't want to know, skip another 30 seconds later in the game, you get the ability when you fill your meter up from combat to like, I forget what it's called, what the move like move is called, but you can like, hold the right trigger and activate it. And then you just straight up go into no turn-based Kiryu can go fuck people up. and just oh, that's fucking awesome. It's like yeah. a really cool, it's like yeah. the, when you first unlock it, I was like, Oh, this is incredible. Like, this is so good. And there are, they do some other fun things and play with that concept at certain story moments later in the game, but it's just, it's, it's good. Like they do a lot of good stuff. I, I don't, I was kind of the way the game started out. I was like, Oh shit. Like this has potential to be like, as good as the first game for me, this might be like another 10. Like this could be that. I th I think it really is just a little messy late with the story. There's just a lot going on. Again, it could resolve itself and maybe I change my mind. I'm like, oh shit, this is a fucking 10. I don't foresee that happening where I'm at right now, but I think eight, nine is, is pretty, pretty solid. So uh, definitely, I think something to keep on your radar if you want to uh, play another, a new Yakuza like a dragon game. And if you... I don't, this is a, this is a weird one. I mean, this is like not just a sequel to another game, but it's like a sequel to a game, but also like the culmination of like nine other games. So probably not the best game to just jump into. If this is your first Yakuza slash like a dragon game, you could maybe get by 
uh, if you haven't played Yakuza 7, or I guess if you haven't played any of the games, you could maybe jump into it and be okay. They do a little bit of, like, narrative recovery throughout the game to kind of give you, like, if you don't know stuff, we'll kind of mention some stuff here, give you some, like, very general summarization gist stuff. Um, but it, probably not the best game to just jump into if you haven't played uh, other Yakuza games, to be honest. I think if you've played Yakuza 7, Like a Dragon, the first Ichiban game, I think you're fine, like me, to go right into it. Some people might say you'll get you know, more out of it, and I guess I'd say that too. You probably would get more out of it if you had played the other games and have an attachment to other characters that are you know, mainstays in the series, but I, I think you all can also enjoy it a lot without having that knowledge as well. So that's where I stand on that. Um, cool. I think the last thing we should do before we wrap things up is kind of go over our predictions for the year, uh, as well as wrap, go over our predictions from last year. I went through, it did the score. The score still doesn't change the leaderboard. Dom still wins for last year. So sorry, Todd, the points don't matter, but, uh, you can um, <laughs> uh, the last year's predictions as a, as a little uh, we'll go through them real quick Mike's and all of these predictions we'll do the same thing this year each one will get each of us will get three predictions worth two points and we'll add them to the scoreboard at the end of the year uh, Mike's predictions last year were Apple VR headset will have some form of VR content in Apple Arcade that's a big no mm-hmm. uh, Reveal Persona 6 also a big no that counts uh, since the one's coming out now if Mike got it there's no the, Persona 6. The no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The Apple headset, VR headset. Because isn't that I mean, like... It didn't happen launch? last year. No, I'm saying if it... I'm, I'm just saying like the one that's launching now, what if you got that right if it launched like last year? I don't... But I don't know if it, they it said anything about Apple Arcade. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like Mike's yeah. prediction is still wrong regardless. Uh, Metro Prime Trilogy comes out. It's also a no. So Mike went 0 for 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dom said Netflix gaming expands outside of mobile, which I think it did, right? It went to smart TVs. It's on smart TVs. Yeah, so Dom gets, would get two points for that. Uh, a Nintendo crossover in Fortnite, warrant, warrant, that's a big no. And a new Donkey Kong game, also a no. Uh, Todd. Maybe that Donkey Kong game. Todd said teaser trailer minimum for GTA 6. We got more than that, so Todd gets the points there. Uh, Half Life Alex for PSVR 2, that's a big zero. And Xbox slash Sony announces a new handheld. I still didn't go back and listen to that episode from January of last year. It doesn't matter anyways. It doesn't matter even even if we gave you the points for point reasons. But I am curious to see if we agreed, if if what we agreed upon in that discussion would have counted the PlayStation Portal. Without knowing what we said back then, I would still say I I don't think the PlayStation Portal is a handheld. Like, it's a, it's an accessory to the PlayStation 5. Like you can't use it without a PlayStation Five, so I would say it's it's not a portable hand handheld thing. Okay. Like I would say it's not like a, it's not a standalone thing. I, I don't know, but I don't yeah, know if we yeah. it, we yeah. may have had the conversation that like it whatever would count. Um, because it's it it is essentially just putting your phone in a fucking backbone. Like that's that's what they came out with. Um, I mean, there's a little more there, but listen, I would have bought that thing. PS Five. If you could use your like my, my AirPods, I would have bought that thing. But that's crazy that you can't use well, it's like only I, Sony products. They sold me on it, and then I found that out, and I was like, "Oh, okay, never mind." Yeah, yikes! Uh, and then my predictions, which don't really matter because I'm not, I'm not really on the leaderboard or on the scoreboard, but uh, I said a new mainline Mario game, which uh, I would say that that Wonder is, but I, apparently yeah. people people would say 
Like, it, it's funny because I've seen people online recently talking about, we haven't had a new mainline Mario in this many years because they only consider the 3D Mario's mainline Mario's. And I don't think that's how I would personally I classify the Mario yeah, games. I, I think that, that like, you have, like, mainline 2D and mainline 3D. I, like, I think... Mario like, games are Mario mainline, games. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, Nintendo Movie? I, I guess the Zelda would count. I, I don't even know what the fuck that prediction was. Uh, and then Metroid Prime 4 game trailer. That's a big no. And then we had bonus predictions for Dom that weren't worth points. He just wanted to see if he could predict some stuff. Uh, he said Coco or Avatar in Kingdom Hearts 4. Uh, we don't know any information about that. Oh, shit, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, and then Todd said he'll buy Moana if it's in Kingdom Hearts. He'll he'll buy the game if like, Moana is in, yeah. is in Kingdom Hearts 4. So. Oh, Coco, yeah. I think yeah. I was like on Dom's level with, that, with his guess. Uh, and then we had house predictions, uh, which I believe I actually don't, I don't know who actually wins this. So let's pull it up. Uh, so the house predictions are, let me pull up the games first. Uh, so best reviewed game. Dom said Alan Wake 2. Mike and I oh, both I said, said Zelda. And Todd said, said Suicide, Suicide Squad. <laughs> um, so I don't know if who technically has a higher Metacritic. Probably uh, Alan Wake. What did you get? What did you and Mike say? Zelda. Oh, Zelda. Oh, Zelda. Zelda, Zelda does. Uh, yeah, Zelda, Zelda has a 96. Yeah, Zelda. Uh, it's Wake it's like 2 is an 89. I'm yeah. surprised. That's low. I mean, that's still good, but it's, it's kind of low yeah. for that game. Um, next game adaptation movie slash TV. Dom said Donkey Kong, Mike said Control, Todd said Red Dead, and I said Zelda, so I get that. Uh, 2023 studio acquisition, Dom said Square, Todd said No One, Mike also said Square, and I said EA, parentheses, by Disney, and all of us were wrong, thankfully. Uh, Fortnite collab, Dom gets a points for Spider-Verse, Todd also gets points for Invincible, Mike does not get points. Mike, do you remember what you said? I didn't even remember we did this. Uh, Mike said Fast and the Furious slash Fast 10. And I also get no points because I said Final Fantasy. Instead, oh, man, Apex Legends. Yeah, we need a Final Apex Legends. What are we doing? Give me a, uh, give me a Cloud and Sephiroth. Come on. So We need Toretto's car as a fucking... Yeah, for at this cars. point, it makes... Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, that, now it makes more sense for like... I would say probably broadly car, like car yeah. collaboration. Like they do already have like car brands, but I mean like car centric properties. Like Fast and Furious, I think makes sense now because they can bundle it with like crazy bundles that come with cars and shit. Um, all right, twenty twenty four predictions. Who wants to go first? We'll do a little round. We'll we'll do like we did last time. We'll just go in order so everyone can do one at a time in case people want to steal. But uh, Mike, you were in last, so you can go first again. Yeah. Fun fact, I think we talked about this. I mean, we must have talked about it, but I did not come prepared, so I have nothing off the top of my head. So come back to me. All right, Mike's <laughs> going to forfeit his pass. His, he's going to pass his turn and come back. Todd, what do you got? You came in second. I don't know. Yeah, I fucking... Are we doing this next week, then? That's fine. We, we, might, we, might, need, we might need to push this a week, actually. Uh, hold on. Give me, but, but if Dom has something, let him go on. Let me think for a second. I, I mean, it's fine if we don't. We just push it to yeah, next I, week. I, I, I have one. Yeah, are we going? Are we doing this this week? I mean, you, you might be the only one. <laughs> it's, it's it's not going to change. So I mean, you'll have one at least. You know, so one less. You, you have to think. If we want to push it, that's fine. We push it. And we'll just do it next week before the movie. We'll just do it before the movie next week. I'm just trying to think. I'm like blanking, and I know there's probably a bunch of shit off the top. Oh, Half Life Alex comes to fucking quite. No, <laughs> everything I said last year. Um, 
Yeah, yeah Why, John, just because what, what I'm curious with last year doesn't mean doesn't mean that they won't happen this year. So like, yeah, all of my things you can re-guess stuff. Yeah, are we doing? Yeah, are we doing that this week or next week? I mean, I don't, it's it. up to Todd and Mike if they're they're not prepared. I thought we talked about this already, but right. I didn't know. I I must have missed this. Um, but yeah, I feel like I could have come. Some I don't want to like. Yeah, I feel like I'm very ill prepared. This is my bad. All right, that's I fine. No, that's up. fine. That's fine. We'll, yeah. we'll we'll push this. If it okay. makes sense to do it before the movie next week, we'll do it. Uh, yeah. If not, we'll. It. If not, we'll do it the week after, which is not super ideal, but it it is what it is. Um, so I would just for next week come prepared, and if we do it, we do it. But that way, at least everyone's good to go. So, uh, we'll we'll oh, edit this out and post. The, no, best no re- the, the best reviewed game is going to be Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah, I'm going with everything I said last year. <laughs> yeah. Is, is that what you both want to do? You want to go with what you no, did, no, last year? I did last year? Definitely. I you just told me what I said last year. I don't know what it was. Forgot. I already forgot. <laughs> so I'm not fast and the fierce, I suppose. I could see a Dom skin though with like the tank top and fucking you yeah. know, like it just makes Honestly, sense. Honestly, a Dom skin, uh, whatever John Cena's character's name was. No, oh, John Cena isn't fast. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Uh, he's he's Dom's brother. Yeah, he's a Toretto. It's Jacob. It's, 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 his name is Jacob. I haven't yeah. watched that movie yet. I know his name. Does the Rock have a skin on Fortnite yet? He does. Yeah, he had the the, he the whatever that Fast like, and the Furious skin. Not his own has, skin. But he had like he the, the part Adam. of the season. Oh, he's Black Adam too. Okay. Wait, Black Adam's in Fortnite. Okay, I'm picturing him in fucking uh, multiverses. I'm I'm almost positive he does. I'm pretty sure he I has. I feel like you're right. Wait, did multiverses come back yet, or is that game just? Fucking... It has not. Yeah, there's, there's my prediction. There's my prediction. Multiverses comes back. <laughs> That's a good prediction right there. Actually, <laughs> I can't believe that game's just gone. So, all right. Well, uh, I guess we will move into the final portion of the episode, which is, of course. Uh, the leaderboard for 2024 and the end of show game. But before we do that, uh, thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode, episode 403 of the Passing Controller podcast. Uh, if you're a friend of the show, fan of the show, and you want to help support the show, best ways to do that and easiest way to do that is to follow us on social media at Pass Controller, subscribe to the show wherever you listen to it if you don't already subscribe, and leave us a five-star review. It's super beneficial uh, to helping us grow the show. So if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen, if there's an ability to leave a review, leaving us a five-star review is super, super helpful. We would appreciate it. Uh, as a reminder, if you listen to the show on audio platforms, we do stream it live every week on twitch.tv slash passcontroller. So if you want to watch the show live, you can watch us record it every week when we do. Uh, if you can't catch it live, no problem, but you still want to watch it, uh, the video version of the show, it is over on our YouTube channel. If you just search past the controller podcast, it'll be there for you. Um, other than that, if you have some bucks kicking around, you want to help support the show, you can go to passthecontroller.threadless.com and grab some swag. Go to past the controller, uh, sorry, patreon.com slash past the controller and become a patron. Or you can subscribe to us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash pass the controller. Is that right? Pass controller? Is it is Twitch is Twitch pass controller? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why am I losing my mind? 
You could just the concussion. Descent. It is oh. pass controller. I I I actually did get a light concussion last week, so Jesus my life's Christ. a fucking mess. My life is in fucking shambles. Uh, that's why. Yeah, I think twenty. I I think I think January is just historically maybe the worst month of my life every year. I, I think that's just how it goes. Uh, anyways. I lost my train of thought. Uh, we'll, we'll roll right into it. The leaderboard for the year so far stands uh, Dom in first with three, Mike in second with two, Todd in third with one point, and on the guest leaderboard, Cam is leading the league as the only guest with two points. Also, Cam scooped up some points last week. Good mm-hmm. job, Cam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cam held you Oh, up. I just want to say something, and I don't want to go dive too deep into this, but I fucking listened to the beginning of it. And like, I just don't understand the NSYNC versus Backstreet Boys because like Backstreet, <laughs> Backstreet Boys just fucking dominated, and NSYNC came Whoa. in like they came in at the tail end of fucking when the peak of when Backstreet Boys was fucking dominating forever. Well, I was at that point, so yeah, I was gonna say yeah, I was, dude, I, was uh, I was like eighteen, nineteen, and fucking Backstreet Boys dominate. They paved the way for NSYNC. Tell tell fucking Cam I said that. I hope Cam's listening right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Plus, Justin Timberlake's a douchebag. So, you know, insane. Well, we, we know where Todd falls on that debate. <laughs> Did you pick uh, up was... Britney's memoir? <laughs> right. What was the Justin Timberlake movie where time was the currency? In time? Oh, well, in time. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds like a great movie. Oh, yeah. I, I think it actually <laughs> was a good movie. I didn't oh, see I, I mean, it, it, it was very heaven handed on. I've always had a hard time taking him but, serious uh, in any movie. Um. All right, let's let's hop right into it with game number one. You need the full title of this game: Doomsday, Complete Hell on Earth. The hunters become the hunted. Doom Kill eternal. the. It is Doom Eternal. <laughs> Todd gets the point. Um, so the way I'm trying to do this game, oh, I didn't even explain the fucking game. I'm sorry for new I listeners. didn't know what you were doing either. Yeah, I'm sorry, sorry. I apologize. I wasn't, I wasn't even listening. I heard the word doom a couple of times and kind of checked out. We're, we're playing a game called Answer Unlocked, which the way this works is I read the achievement slash uh trophies description and title, uh, omitting specific proper nouns if if they need to be omitted on the first run. Whoever gets the game first gets the point. Todd just got the first game, gets the first point. We're moving on to game number two. I've been trying to put these in order of what I deem for the group is in level of difficulty, going from easier to harder. So I've been trying to do it that way this year. So we'll see if that if I keep doing that right. Game number two. Pacifist. Reach the smasher without killing enemies. Smashing. Defeat Smasher without destroying the wall tarts. Fight with honor. Defeat the apparator without hitting him in the back. I should have just omitted that word. (laughs) I don't think this is right. I'm going to say Cyberpunk 2077 because Adam Smasher, but I know that's incorrect. Long distance. Defeat Laser Brain without hitting it with your sword. Wouldn't hurt a fly. Complete chapter two elevator without killing rust flies. I'm just fucking letting all the words out. Not a scratch. Defeat scrambler without taking damage. Focused effort. 
defeat Hunter Tank without destroying the pop-up turrets. Boring. Destroy five Hunter Boars. Blades plenty. Defeat Biohunter with sword only. Live forever. Reach the dojo without dying. Dry Socks. Defeat Mecha Dragon without falling into water. No fucking clue. TMNT Shredder's Revenge. Incorrect. Oh, yeah, I was gonna guess. Floor is lava. Defeat six AI vessel defense system turrets without touching floor. That sounds familiar. Ping pong. Defeat subject alpha V1 by parrying only. Go off. Defeat subject alpha V2 with zero SP at the start of battle. It's one of those games, okay. Fast track. Defeat Tunnel Cleaner in under 60 seconds. Don't touch the paint. Complete the bike ride without taking damage. Maybe this is Devil Horns. <laughs> it might be. It sounds like it. it Attacking aggressively. Defeat the dropship in under 30 seconds. 30 seconds fucking... All these like quick fucking things. I don't know. This is my boat. Complete the boat ride without team bots touching the deck. That was a hard. I couldn't get that achievement. That was hard. So you've played it. Right? Complete. I'm oh, sorry. Pogo Master. Or is Pogo Master? Pogo Master. Wait, what did you say? Did you I guess something? Floor, no, the floor is oh, lava. It's the only thing that rang a bell. I feel like a lot of games have used that as a cheap yeah, game. Probably. Yeah, probably. Um. Pogo Master, lightning strike the combin the combinatron head ten times without landing. Eye for an eye, defeat each of the small eyes before defeating Spider Rail. Lonely robot, find the lone robot in the train tunnel. The Mega Man Eleven. Incorrect. Tools of the trade, find four different special items. Gadget Master. Find stray? eight stray. Yeah. Incorrect. Gadget Master. Find eight different special items. Airtime. Stay airborne for 30 seconds. No you. Parry 50 times. It's a good achievement right there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Super ninja. Shadow dash through ten enemies without touching ground. Is it the messenger? Incorrect. I was going to say that too. Oh god, I know the name of this game possibly and I can't fucking think of the name of the game. Saving the clan. Get shuriken. Is it Cyber Shadow? It is indeed Cyber Shadow. Oh, okay. That's not right. What's the what's the indie game that's um the one where you can re like deflect bullets and everything and uh Katana Zero? That's what I was thinking. Okay, yeah, good. What is Cybershadow? It's the. That's it's, the not, one it's not. It's not made by Yacht Club, but it's published by them. It's like a. It's like a side-scrolling ninja game. Oh, okay. I don't think I remember that. Game number three. For the family, completed chapter one. Fast and the Furious. I was just gonna say that. Too, I, I was expecting someone to say it. Yeah, I was because there's a game, isn't it? Right. 
Uh, Overcharged, I think it's called. <laughs> said, good fucking thing you didn't omit anything. We'd be here all damn night. That's true. That one would have been <laughs> yeah, tough. For real. Uh, Rock Bottom completed chapter two. I'm going to skip through the chapter. Wait a second. Wait a second. The first one's called For the Family, and the second one's yeah, called Rock, Rock Bottom, Bottom right? and it's not Fast and the Furious. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> uh, you do need to give me the full title of this game. That does, oh, that's it's, why you got it's it wrong. It's not Fast and the Furious. Um. Okay. Can't do those either. We'll Welcome skip those for now. Tokyo Drift. Sorry. Not hearing a no. Friends in low places. Maxed blanks bond level. Uh, friends on the force. Maxed blanks bond level. Friends like sisters. Maxed blanks bond level. Friends with familiar faces. Maxed blank blank spawn level. Friends in the gang. Maxed blank spawn level. Friends from work. Maxed blank spawn level. Food for thought. Viewed more than 20 table talk scenes. A new legend. Raised part... Raised part... Incorrect. Raised part-time hero member rank to senior hero. A new hero. Raised part-time hero member rank to executive hero. Awakening blank. Reached level 10 with blank. Rising blank. Reached level 30 with blank. It's Yakuza like a dragon. It is Yakuza like a dragon. Oh, is it really? (laughs) (laughs) I would have accepted Yakuza, Yakuza 7 as well, but it is indeed Yakuza like a dragon. Um, what was the other key? Yeah, it, it is funny that it's the fir- those first two achievements were for the family in rock bottom, right? <laughs> another another oh, one of those, chapter, okay. another one of those chapter ones is is ignition. Uh, that's a lot of funny, like potential car, not another rock bottom is not yeah. a car thing, but uh, anyways, yeah, all right, that'll end the week with. Dom still in first with four. Todd scooping up second place with three. Mike sitting in third place with two. Take that, Mike. Do it for this week's yeah. episode, episode four hundred three of the Pass Control Podcast. We appreciate you, and we'll see you next time. Bye.